So I can tell some big dick Merv stories. I think we should do a what bourbon you drinking? What's the latest cigar you got? You could start that up. I didn't inhale. We call that our douchebag segment. <laughs> now for the douchebag segment of the week. I love Daniel Craig. And welcome to the Fumble Through the End Zone podcast. My name is Sean O'Connor. With me, as always, is Johnny Graham. I don't know about as always at this point. <laughs> That's a fair point. Uh, with me sometimes is Johnny Graham. To be fair, we were back. All three of us. I really wish you would listen to the last episode. We talked for three hours. And, and I, I mentioned whose foobar this was. <laughs> I really, it was a good conversation. So I said that on the last pod. I wish you'd fucking listen. I did listen. No, you didn't. That's where I'm getting this from. That's not true. And then your interview with Xavier was really good. Haven't had that yet. All right. I didn't listen. Yeah, no shit. (laughs) (laughs) How you doing, pal? Good. You? I'm good. It feels like forever since I've seen you. Um, Yes. It's about six hours ago. Uh... (laughs) Right. Real quick, our third man in the booth, Eric Placoon, unfortunately is having, uh, not having schedule issues, but we may need to rework how we schedule when we talk for the podcast so we can have all three of us here. Um, Friday nights aren't working for him at the current moment in time, so we'll see what happens with that going forward. Maybe we'll switch today. We'll figure something out. Obviously, we know that everyone enjoys having all three of us. Um, everyone. The, the 17 of you that listen. Uh, Are they, it's and, probably down and, to like, 12. and we appreciate all of you. It was only six on my solo pod, so um, did it say solo pod in the description? No, it said, well, it said mock drafts, and then it said Sean discusses, and that was it. <laughs> They're like, pass guaranteed. Who one discusses? of those is my mother. <laughs> well, she's a wonderful person, wonderful human yeah. being. Wonderful. Um, uh, well, tell us about Xavier's game. Ah, so Xavier started his baseball season yesterday. He's playing for the Glen Burnie Expos. Uh, mm-hmm. That's the team name they came up with. Uh, well, the coaches came up with. He played a game yesterday. I don't know what team they played yesterday. Some kids in orange mm-hmm. wearing Orioles hats. So I'm going to say the <laughs> Orioles. And uh, tonight they played the Crofton Cardinals. Oh. Won both games. Last night they won 13 to 12. Tonight oh, they won wow. 12 to 11. Um, but last fighters. night, Thursday night. Xavier went one for one with a single, walked twice, had two RBIs, stole some bases, uh, and scored the game-winning run in the bottom of the fourth. That's awesome. It was two two hours. It was longer than two hours. It was fucking forever because nobody could throw a goddamn strike. But it was (laughs) forever long, and they won, and he he scored the game-winning run. So that was awesome. Um, And then tonight... They won 12 to 11. Uh, Xavier went one for one again with a walk. Uh, this time he had a double down the right field line that scored three runs, which turned out to be the difference in the ball game, as his team was up 12 to eight in the top of the fourth. Um, they gave up three runs, but the, the, they had the tying run on second base with two outs, and the kid tried to steal third, and Xavier threw him out because Xavier was playing catcher. So That's awesome. Yeah, no, he was he was involved in the ending of both games, and both turned out positively. That's gotta make very much so. 
Very yeah. much so. And his coaches were very complimentary of him after the game because we had to search for some toys that yeah. Murphy left behind. So I had to go back and do that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But we were talking to his coach. They're like, he's got it. He's got it. And we'd heard this from uh, other people in the past about him. But I'm not trying to get too braggadocious about my kids. I know. No, get braggadocious. Uh, but no, it's, it's fun to watch him play. I was telling him in the car. I was like, two of my favorite things to do were watch him play baseball and watch Riley play football. They both play the other sport, but they both love the other sport, right? Like, so Xavier right. loves baseball. Riley loves football. Xavier plays football. He likes it, but he doesn't love it. Riley right. likes baseball. He plays it, but he doesn't love it. So watching them each play the sport they love and, and getting and being good at it is, is fucking awesome as a parent. Yeah, and being cool. there to help them and, and teach them things. And they're like, well, you, you they, one of the coaches like, he's the best catcher we have on the team. That's just work me and him have put in together. So it's like, well, that's cool. Well, yeah, you said you need to get the Tommy John surgery after throwing the tennis ball. Yeah, and yeah, we were throwing tennis ball in the basement last the other night, working on some just some throwing stuff and trying to get better. And because his throw was all messed up, because he was trying to throw a baseball like a football. Because hadn't played baseball in a while, so was, we were working on that. And now my elbow for three days has felt like it need, need it's got a ligament just flopping around inside of it. You're getting so old. It's I'm ridiculous. so fucking old. I got a hip that hurts constantly, a knee that hurts constantly. <laughs> Your and hip my, hurts? Oh, all the time. All the wow. time. That sucks, buddy. My right hip is just constant pain. Yeah. It might also be because I'm super fat, so that might also be part of the problem. Um, super? I don't know about super. <laughs> just fat. <laughs> hey, I can, I'm the same. <laughs> I've noticed... Uh... As the years go on, this, the this is what happens game. when you get married and life is good. You just don't care anymore. You just eat. You know what? She last night, I or yesterday when I got home from work, the house smelled awesome. And I was like, "What? Are you, what are you making?" Because sometimes she'll make the dog. Like she doesn't buy dog food anymore. She, she makes, makes dog food. Yeah, and but it's well, like, like a rice and chicken and stuff. Rice and chicken, and you know, no seasonings and all that because the mm-hmm. dogs get upset stomachs. It's crazy. It's crazy. And uh, why does everyone that's related to you have gluten issues? Well, it's yeah, the dogs gluten free only. Holy shit. What the hell? (laughs) I got home. It's like I was saying, sometimes I'll get home, it'll smell good. And I'll be like, oh man, what are you making? And she'll be like, no, that's for the dogs. And then we'll have salmon and salmon. (laughs) And it's terrible. And uh, do you ever just say to her, could you cook me what you made the dogs? Yeah. Well, when my mom was here, she made it. And my mom's like, can I just have that for dinner? <laughs> <laughs> and you could. You could eat it. It goes in the fridge. <laughs> but anyway, I got home yesterday. Smelled awesome. I was like, oh, what are you making? She had a um, corned beef in the oven. And I was like, all right. And then I, I, when it was done, she pulled out Swiss. She pulled out sauerkraut. She pulled out Thousand Island. You guys made Rubens? We made homemade Rubens yesterday. Fuck, that sounds. I don't, I'm not a big. I'm not big on the slaw. Don't get me wrong. Uh, she didn't. A lot have of any. people like. I, I was okay. the only one that had it. So okay. Yeah, I'm not big on the slaw. My grandfather loved coleslaw. Yeah, well, not um, coleslaw. It was sauerkraut. 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 You're right. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. That's what I meant. Uh, my grandfather loved sauerkraut. He put it on his hot dogs. Uh, not a big fan myself, but the corned beef sandwiches sound fucking amazing. So good. It was so you said mustard. Good. Marbled, you put mustard, marbled rye. No, no, no. A thousand island on it. Okay. Um, mustard tastes had, good on it too. 
Uh, you know, I never tried it with mustard. Um, yeah, like the 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 spicy brown Dijon or whatever it is. Yeah, we had that gray poupon. The Easter ham. We we put some mustard on the plate. And... Oh, you got some of your dad's Easter ham? No, no, no. Uh, I got to tell you about that. Did I tell you what happened with his ham? No. Oh, man. So man, he, we have uh, so many stories. This is going to be a seven-hour podcast. Oh, my folks. God. Let me tell you about this ham, okay? So, ladies and gentlemen, since you didn't get that three-hour podcast we did uh, due to technical difficulties, my dad at the wedding, you know, three weeks ago, uh, day of the wedding, I get there, you know, pretty early because I have to drop my daughter off with with the other ladies to get their makeup and the hair done. And so I uh, I go to the the little Which, house. By the way, quick thing, I yeah. can't believe how big Maddie and Gracie are. Like it's incredible to me. They look like, like little, little grown ups, adults. Yeah, it's crazy. Like it was just nuts. I was like, what the fuck? How is this Maddie? I don't know. I did and think it was awesome there. that when I mentioned that. Uh, It'd be great to get her and Xavier to hang out. She's like, that sounds awesome. Like, I'm glad that they still have that yeah. bond. Like, that's that's well, cool. I, like, we got a the picture. Oh, we packed them now, but we have that picture of the you know, Maddie, Gracie, Riley, and Xavier when they were sitting on that giant swing together before we moved. Yeah, yeah, it, uh, we had that up in a frame, but it's packed now. But that's yeah, they, they remember them, they love those guys. But yeah, so you know, drop them off. I go find the little house that my dad and my grandma and my sister and her kids are staying in the most haunted house on the property. Yeah. Yeah. My, my dad, uh, and my dad goes, Hey, uh, so when we lived in Virginia, when you were little, we used to get Virginia hams. And I said, Oh, well, that's great, but we're in Maryland. (laughs) And, uh, he's like, yeah, but I think we're close enough. They may sell them. My sister's dying. She recorded so many, (laughs) parts of this trip that we took she showed and me she did yeah she showed me a couple that day <laughs> just walking through the grocery so he's like can we go over to the food lion and just see and i was like yeah i guess i mean i looked at the clock it was you know like 10 in the morning weddings at four i knew you were getting there a little afternoon i was like yeah we got a little bit of time and so i took him over to food lion didn't have it they had you know regular hams that you could find spiral ham we uh, and he's just riding around on this cart because he doesn't walk in stores. Uh, every customer that passed him, hey, do you know if they sell Virginia hams here? And you know they're just like, what? Like, what are you talking about? We end up going. Uh, he finds one lady that is like, oh, there's a there's a meat market right down the road from us here. Maybe like five minutes. Say it. You're gonna say it's the men's. <laughs> club that i go to regularly <laughs> so anyway that's, to. it's called the toolbox that's where i go <laughs> so we go we find we were driving to this meat Tool market time. <laughs> driving to this meat market we pass a fucking garage driving to the meat market <laughs> we pass a garage sale he's like you think we could stop on the way back at the garage sale? i was like no dad i got stuff going on today i He's like, what do you have going? I'm getting married today, for fuck's sake. You know, and so we <laughs> we get Your to the meat market. Dad is Frank Costanza. <laughs> no, he doesn't get loud. He's more like Morty, probably. Uh, I don't know who he's like, actually. It's weird. But 
he's he's just a unique individual so we we get to the meat market he's a good man like there's nothing wrong with your dad no no he's great just, this, was, just this his, was everybody has their quirks he's eccentric we'll leave it at yeah. that so he uh we get out there we get to the meat market he goes in the guy you know he asks about the ham the guy's like i got three of them in a box in the back and he comes out with this giant fucking ham that's in a, like a burlap sack I imagine this is like a scene, like the la- the scene in Goodfellas when Jimmy's telling Karen, "No, I got dressed in the back. Just go back there. Just go back there. Just right, you know, right back <laughs> there." Sim- go- it was similar, but more white, trashy, kind of. So a little less you know, dignified. <laughs> yeah, he comes out with it. My dad's excited. He pays. It was a. It was pricey. I'll leave it at uh, that. No, 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 no. <laughs> How pricey was it? <laughs> Let's say, just say that uh, he probably could have paid for his own room with the, the price of the ham. It was pricey. Um, big. It was like... I hope it was good. So anyway, Easter's coming, right? He's going to have his girlfriend. That's why he got it, right? He's going to have his girlfriend over. He's made this... Three days before he starts soaking it, the guy said you got to soak it for at least 24 hours to, to pull out all that salt. And what? In just water. Soak it in water. Do you um, drink it after? Ham <laughs> <laughs> <Damn> water. <laughs> so he, he, he soaked it for like 36 hours. He then took it out, put it in the oven. It looked like a dead guy after drowning in the lake. I don't know what it looked like. He told me this story later. Put it in the <laughs> oven, had it roasting. He said, oh, the house smelled so good. Uh, he made like black eyed peas. He made uh, cornbread. He he went all out for this Easter dinner with his girlfriend. And then he pulls the ham out and he's like, all right, I'm going to cut it up. Cuts into it. It is nothing but fat and gristle inside. Oh, no. <laughs> he said, I found some meat and I tried it. And he's like, it was like you just took the salt and poured it right into your mouth. You couldn't even eat it. <laughs> he's like, I gave some to the dog, and the dog tried to bury it. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, what did you do? And he's like, I had to go buy a spiral ham at the store. I was like, I tried to get you to buy a spiral ham. <laughs> <laughs> On Easter Sunday. <laughs> so, and I guess that ham turned out pretty good, but... Moral of the story. <laughs> you don't need a fucking Virginia ham in Maryland. Oh my god. Pretty great. That Pretty guy great. was so happy he sold that thing. That's all he it's all yeah, he was like, I gotta get rid of these. He's like, usually I'll have them hanging up out here, but the health inspector came in and I had to take them down. I was like, this is the worst fucking store I've ever been in. <laughs> I really want to know meat. your sister's reaction to that answer. To, to that whole situation. <laughs> we need to get her on sometimes so she could tell it from her point of view. We walked into the meat market. They had like three different little meats behind a counter. The rest of it was shelves filled with like, here's a gallon of oil. Barbecue sauce. <laughs> yeah, like here's a giant thing of just cheese. Like, uh, you know, and it wasn't even like a good cut of cheese. It was like government cheese in the corner. It was weird, man. It was weird. So if you ever want a Virginia ham, Taney Town, Maryland, let's place to go. <laughs> I won't give the or I don't remember the name of the fucking place, but they're not sponsoring the podcast. No, um, 
but they're big listeners. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So yeah, like we we talked about with Eric last time that didn't get recorded because I messed that up. Good time. It was a great time. Really enjoyed being there, spending the time with you guys and yeah, and getting to watch you guys get married and then the party afterwards at the hotel bar and everything. It was a great time from what I can of- remember. Yeah. Um, uh, got introduced to the Aaron, which was a, a beverage from the bar. She came but up with I, it, right? I think if I remember correctly, it was her own invention of a drink. I don't really remember what was in it. Seven up. Or something, Sprite do some kind of liquor. Uh oh, what'd you do? Uh, not now. It's asking me if I want to set up Apple Pay after the <laughs> after the update. <laughs> no, I'm good. I'll do it next time. No, it, it was uh, I believe it was pineapple juice, Sprite, mm-hmm. and uh, rum, right? Or vodka. Vodka. And she just kept giving them to me. I I didn't stop walking around that place without two beers in my hand the entire night. No, you were looking for two beers at all times. You lost your cigar. About 12 minutes ago. That's a story you all missed. Apparently at one point in my drunken stupor, I went up to Johnny's sister. Looked yeah. her dead in the face said, Jesse, I need your help. I lost my cigar about 12 minutes ago. You didn't say about. You said, I lost my cigar 12 minutes ago. <laughs> the specificity of the 12 minutes is still <laughs> haunting goes, me. You did what? And then you walked off, I guess. And she was just like, what is going on? And then she went and just left. <laughs> is that when I went outside a random door and ended up next to a balcony that I had to climb up? We were on a, a back porch having cigars. Sean comes out of a door i don't know how he got to but he's down below the the it was like two steps to get up but he was on he was below us and then i said you got to go around to the stairs and he goes no no and then he started climbing over the railing and i don't know if you broke the railing or if it was already broken i nearly smashed my nuts i don't know but i don't know you made it i did smash my nuts you took a cigar from somebody that was out there smoking one. <laughs> and you finished it off. No, I'm a groomsman. Uh, Give me that. I think Eric was just like, here, have mine. That's probably what happened. It, it, or somebody did that. And you were like, okay. Sounds good. It was a good time. I feel time. like everybody went inside, though, as soon as I got there. No, we were out there with you probably for, we were out there for like 20, 25 minutes. Holy cripes, that felt like it was like everybody left me immediately. That's how drunk no. I was. No, we were I, out there. I had about a 45-minute conversation with uh, the guy with the big beard and his girlfriend outside. Andrew. Yep, yep. Andrew, yep. He's told me, he's like, when you retire and you can grow a beard, he's like, I got you covered for the oils you should use. <laughs> nice. I thought, okay. No, what was funny was, the next day, and I think we've all been there before, where you wake up after a night of uh, heavy drinking, you immediately fear, especially when you do some time traveling as I did, um, you immediately fear, oh God, what did I do? Who is going <laughs> to hate me? Um, somehow, though, for the first time in ever, yeah, in the history of Sean, 
Everybody loved me. Yeah, I've heard nothing but glowing reviews. My grandmother will message me, hey, how you doing, sweetheart? And then she'll be like, is Sean doing good? And I'll say, yeah. I, I did it, Ma. I made it. <laughs> He's doing great. Yeah, it was a good time. It was a great time. I really enjoyed it. I was really glad to be there. I um, do like this. I got to show you. No one else can see it, but one thing we had at the wedding was a photo booth. And uh, people people could get up. They could go to the photo booth. They would, you know, it was the four pictures. There were props and all that. Uh, and you'd get like a little I souvenir. don't remember. If I went to the photo booth, I don't remember it. Oh, Sean, you went to the photo booth. But the best part is oh, going through. They gave me this nice book, right? Oh, God. Because they would give everyone their four photos, but it printed two. And as you go through the book, here, let me turn this camera around so Sean can at least see it. Uh, I don't know if you'll be able to. My face is beat red right now, by the way. As you go through it, people get to write nice little messages, right? So there's pictures with multiple people in it. So anyway, as you go through, Sean, you st- and people have told me the story now. Uh, they'd be like, yeah, we'd be taking our pictures and then Sean would come over and then, uh, and he would be in a picture with us in the photo booth. And I was like, really? And they were like, yeah. And then I start when we got home and then a couple days later, I started going through the book. I'll show you when you come over. But uh, <laughs> there are many, many strips of these photos where it's people with like their significant other, you know, ah, you know, with props. And then just Sean walking through one frame. <laughs> and it's like the third or fourth picture. <laughs> so funny. It's like playing oh. weird. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so it was an awesome. And nobody time. got mad. That's great. I love it. People Everyone loved it. They thought you, you were know, great. You know who I was worried would would would, would have been like this guy is just annoying as shit, is your boss. I thought he was even like Sean was the most annoying human being on the planet. No, no, Apparently I, even he liked me, which is amazing. I told a story about you at the photo booth. <laughs> he, thought it was, he thought it was so funny. He's like, what, yeah, what I, saw you... him. I saw him walking around. <laughs> he said Sean went everywhere. Yeah, he did. He did. He said, how's no. Sean? And I was like, the week after. I was like, he's doing good. He's like, did he have a rough morning? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> no, I, I didn't. Don't. I was good somehow. Yeah, you checked out. And what did they say about your room? It's one of the more haunted rooms in the entire place. <laughs> People hear children and footsteps. Footsteps. You know what they heard me doing? Sleeping naked, snoring my balls off. <laughs> That's so good. I told Shade the lead up to that entire wedding. I was like, no kids, no nothing. I'm sleeping naked. <laughs> and she was just like, all right. She's like, I'm not. And I was like, she didn't even make it, unfortunately, due to her flights being getting yeah. jacked up. But she got home. So that was the important thing. Yeah. Um, so I, I was solo at the wedding, which was probably made it even worse. I think it would have. I don't know how it would have gone. I don't think you would have. I would have been. I wouldn't have gone as hard. Yeah. Which probably would have been okay, 
But uh, <laughs> but might not have been as fun for everyone else. Yeah, but I I was determined to sleep naked in that fucking hotel room, and by God, I did it. My I asshole wonder- hurt the next morning, but I don't I can't well, figure it out. I- you and Eric up in the room chatting for a while. Listen, listen. I no one knows I'm, what happened. I'm not one to kiss and talk. Talk, all right. Um, what's that? I'm not one to kiss and tell. Yeah. What is this like? TV thirteen or something? Uh, no, we, it's explicit. We we okay. I, I, I have to put explicit on there because I say fuck more than twice most episodes. <laughs> um, is that the rule? I have no idea, but I, I don't want to risk it and people be like, your podcast is canceled. Because you didn't put explicit. Well, that's going to happen at some point anyway. What was weird was the condom you found in your ass. What? What was weird was the condom you found in your ass. That was... That and the anal beads. I don't know where the hell they came from. Uh, Proper etiquette at that point. No, you know what? They weren't weren't anal beads. They were those balls that you roll in your hands. Those... The, the, chime the chime balls. It's <laughs> walking around making all sorts of noises that morning. I didn't know what the hell was going on. Hey, there goes Sean. I can hear him coming. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. I don't know why I feel relaxed. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Keeps pushing up against my prostate. Um probably feels good. Instant erection. <laughs> <laughs> no all four of those minutes are being cut anywho this <laughs> is <was> sports- <laughs> you chiming is a funny visual <laughs> <laughs> you chiming <laughs> oh shit this is why we need eric to keep us on fucking track that's the we problem talk sports one time no but now we're gonna do that all right what are we gonna talk about we're gonna go nfl draft Oh, fuck. All right. I just got a splinter. <laughs> kind of cheap fucking table you got. It's not even cheap. I don't know if it was from the table. We're going to go with Peter Schrager's mock draft. All right. For those that listened last like... week, listen, he, he has the most intel of anybody. Um, right. And I'm aware of this, so it's fine. So... Last week, if you listened to the podcast, which I know John didn't, I did Mel Kuyper's draft, and I gave my analysis for the picks that were in that. We'll do something similar here. Um, I'll go through the top ten, and then I'll touch on some teams that may be of interest. All right, sounds good. All right, number one, he's got the Jacksonville Jaguars. Any guesses? Uh, I So, originally, when you know, a couple months back, when – after the season, everyone's saying they're going to probably take an offensive lineman. But lately I've been seeing a lot more that they're going to take an edge because there's just so much talent in that department right at the top of the draft. So I won't be surprised if it's an edge that you're about to say. So a lot of people keep saying Aiden Hutchinson, the kid out of Michigan, which by all means, the man had, and I said this last week, had a big season at Michigan. Yeah. In a season where the Big Ten was down. True. I'm not saying he's not an NFL player. He certainly, I believe, is caliber and will have a decent career. 
if not a great career, I don't know how how that'll progress to the NFL level. But I don't understand how he's all of a sudden become the number one. I mean, how Peter was how Schrager, was I don't know. I don't watch that shit. I yeah. care about what they do in pads and uniforms on Saturdays. Okay. I watch the tape, my man. Uh, tape. You're right. I watch games. games. Yeah. <laughs> That's all you need. What else do you need? You watch the games. You know what guys are doing. That's all you need. Um, so, number one, he's got the Jaguars picking Trayvon Walker out of Georgia, defensive lineman. Okay. All right. I can see that. Yeah. O-line, I, they're like, Trevor Lawrence, you're on your own. I don't know how well they – I know that they went crazy in free agency. I know they bulked up on the O-line. Um, but did they sign anyone good? That I don't know. They Me got either. a competent coach, though. A competent NFL coach, I should say. Who? Peterson. Okay. Well, he had the one season. Yeah, but I mean, he was never a terrible coach. That's fair. I don't think. I, I mean, he's going to do a lot better than um, who the hell? Who Urban Meyer. Yeah. That, that dude guy, still thinks it wasn't his fault. I mean, the, the stories that have come out about him after the fact are just insane, which I think we touched on a few episodes back. Didn't we? Just how he was, he didn't, he was like, who is that? Uh, oh, Aaron it? Donald. Yeah, who is that guy over there? Who's number like, 99? No I heard he's going to yeah. cause us some problems. <laughs> That's crazy. I mean, yelling at players, kicking a punter or something. <laughs> like, good lord, what's going to happen to that guy? Is he done now? I mean, he has to be. Like, there's no way no. he gets another coaching job in the NFL, at least. Um, no, all right, I, I don't hate a defensive lineman for the Jags, though. I think that'd be a, if it's if he's a quality player. I mean, I I think that's all because you're you're basically building those cornerstones for your team on mm. offense last year, on defense this year. Yeah. So, um, at number two, he's got the Detroit Lions taking Aiden Hutchinson, edge out of Michigan. The Lions. Yeah. Keeping them at keeping them in the state. Yep. All right. Number three. He's got the Houston Texans taking Iki Ekwanu out of NC State, the offensive tackle. Uh, who's he going to protect? <laughs> Somebody. Baker Mayfield. Um, <laughs> no, they didn't want him in the trade. <laughs> How bad do you have to be? <laughs> it's crazy, too, because he's a Texas kid. Yeah. They just didn't want the commercials focusing on their stadium. <laughs> At number four, and I hate this pick. Hate what it. is it? Kayvon Thibodeau, Oregon, edge to the New York Jets. Why do you hate it? Why has he fallen off so much since like the middle of the season? He was the absolute number one pick, like by week six in the fucking draft of the season. And even going into the offseason, and now he has fallen completely off the board. Like, not completely probably, off the board. But you know what I mean? Just, like, why is he falling to the Jets? Is he a bad player? Was he bad last year? I have no idea. I don't watch Oregon. 
it must have just been like a poor showing at the combine. I'm guessing that's, and even then you have guys like Sauce Gardner available, the best corner in this draft. Yeah, could potentially be a Revis Island kind of guy with the Jets. Like There's, what the fuck? You win in the trenches, man. I get that. No, I get that. I understand that. I, I, I'm, and you know, I'm a firm believer in that. But also, if you have lockdown corners, it gives your defensive line more time to win those trench battles. Well, the thing is, is this draft, from what I understand of it, is going to be very deep when it comes to edge rushers and Mm -hmm. wide receivers. So if they're reaching here, maybe not the best thing for them. I agree. Go with the best corner in that position. Maybe they're going best player available. I don't think he's the best player available at four. But you said he was consensus number one like six weeks in last year. And then he fell off. Why did he fall off? What happened? Maybe he I, – I, dude, I can speculate. I don't know. I, I, I know. And, I, and all of this is rhetorical. I'm just saying. I don't think it's I'd rather go with a guy that I think could be more beneficial to the Jets. I think they should trade it and go get uh, – What's his face? DK Metcalf. The Jets have offered picks to them. They don't want to talk about DK Metcalf. Maybe it'll happen on draft night. Maybe. And then everyone. The Jets need a wide receiver. Super Bowl. But even then, I would take a guy like uh, Drake London out of USC. He's six four. He's going to be a huge target in the fucking red zone. And cheap. A lot cheaper exactly. than DK is going to be. Take him yeah. at 10. I don't disagree with that. All right, so here we go. Number five, the New York Jets are taking Charles Cross, offensive tackle out of Mississippi State. New York Jets? Giants, sorry. Okay, there you go. Giants, My offensive bad. tackle. I don't know who's going to be quarterbacking for them this year. Do they, roll it, Jones? Ba- do they roll it back with Jones? Because didn't they bring in Tyrod? You go with Jones and then see what happens. I don't know, man. I don't think they're sold on Jones this year. I won't be surprised if they take another quarterback. I wouldn't either, but I think that would happen in like the third round. I don't know. They're going to take the – what's that kid's name? The uh, – not Pickett. Um, Coral? From Liberty. Oh, Malik Willis. Yeah, he seems like he's going to be the first quarterback going. Interesting you say that. And number six. The Carolina Panthers select Kenny Pickett, quarterback out of Pittsburgh. I won't be surprised at that either. Mr. Smallhands. Yeah, Pickett. This hurts my feelings. At number seven, the New York Giants select Sauce Gardner, cornerback out of Cincinnati. (laughs) Well, he's gone, buddy. You're not getting him at 10 now. Fucking stupid. All right, at number eight, the Atlanta Falcons select Evan Neal, offensive tackle out of Alabama. Who is that? Evan Neal. No, I mean, which team? Uh, At number eight is the Atlanta Falcons. Okay. At number nine, the Seattle Seahawks select Derek Stingley Jr., cornerback, LSU. All right. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. And number 10... This annoys me as well. <laughs> the New York Jets select Alabama wide receiver Jamison Williams. Linebacker? Wide receiver. A wide receiver. What's the name? Jamison Williams. 
Okay. He tore his ACL in the national championship game. That was that guy. Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. All right. Yeah, I don't like that pick. There are some. Are you there? Did I? Cut? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, I didn't know if I hung up. Uh, there's so many good wide receivers. I don't know why you would go with that one at number ten. I don't know what the fuck. Who who did this draft? Schrager. I don't know where the hell he's getting this from. This must be the one. You know how like uh, analysts will do their drafts. They'll do their drafts and they do one just like here's going to be my crazy one. Let's see what he says like next week leading up to the draft. Yeah. Peter Schrager's an idiot on that one. <laughs> is there is there another draft we can go through first ten that you sure. like? Uh, he does say as always. This isn't what. I would do. It's what I'm hearing from my sources around the league. You're going to end up with some... You're not going to like the first round. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll be pissed off. I'll check ESPN real quick. I'll see what Kuiper and McShay have. I hope you guys end up with London. I, I don't know. There's a lot of... I don't know. They never get it all right. No, of course not. Now, let's see. So, all right, three-round mock from Kuiper and McShay. All right, let's just do the top ten. Yeah, they got Aiden Hutchinson going to Jacksonville. Okay. Trayvon Walker going to Detroit. All right. Kayvon Thibodeau going to Houston. Okay. I like this better. Ahmed Sauce Gardner going to uh, the Jets. Okay, yeah. Ikum Ekwanu going to, NC, uh, going to the Giants, the offensive tackle out of NC State. Yeah. Malik Willis going to the Panthers. Yeah. Uh, the Giants then at seven getting Jermaine Johnson, the second defensive end out of Florida State. Also spent part of his time in college at the University of Georgia. Good football mm. player. Okay. Um, at eight, they've got Garrett Wilson, wide receiver, Ohio State, going to the Falcons. Yeah, I like Wilson. So do I. At nine, they got the Seattle Seahawks selecting Evan Neal, the offensive tackle out of Alabama, which I think is a good pick. Protecting Drew Locke out there. Well, just getting a guy to, that'll develop into. Sure. It's not a bad pick. No, not at all. And at number 10, they have the Jets taking Drake London. Okay. Well, that's I'd way be better. way happier with that. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. At, that's a, not at 11, they got the Commanders taking Kyle Hamilton out of Notre Dame. Okay. Which I'm shocked he's fallen out of the top 10. Yeah, the that's Vikings taking so Stingley. Good. Houston at 13, taking Charles Cross, the offensive tackle out of Mississippi. Uh, they got the Eagles taking Jamison Williams. Uh, let's see. Uh, the Saints taking Chris Olave out of out of Ohio State. Mm-hmm. The Steelers keeping uh, Pittsburgh quarterback Kenny Pickett. Pickett, okay. The Pats getting Nicobe Dean, the inside linebacker out of Georgia. All right. Uh, Arizona getting Traylon Burks, the uh, speedy wide receiver out of uh, Arkansas. Um, the Bills getting Andrew Booth Jr., the corner out of Clemson. Good pickup. 
Tampa Bay Bucks getting Devontae Wyatt, the defensive tackle out of Georgia. Hmm. At 28, the Packers getting George Karlaftis, the defensive end out of Purdue. Not a wide receiver. No. They got them taking a wide receiver at 23. At 22. Oh. All right. Christian Watson out of North Dakota State. All right. Um, the Bengals getting Devin Lloyd out of Utah, inside linebacker. That's a great pick. That is a good pick. And the Detroit Lions at 32 taking Desmond Ritter, the quarterback out of Cincinnati. Okay. Um, this is going to be a crazy draft, too. They have the With Browns' the first pick at 44, being Travis Jones, the defensive tackle out of UConn. Okay. Well, yeah, it's if they don't get clowny. The Bears at 48, getting Kair Elam, the corner out of Florida. Okay. Let's see. Anybody else? Any of our teams? I think the Jets have pick 69. Hey. Hey, <laughs> Uh, Bernard Raymond, offensive tackle out of Central Michigan. Okay. At 71, the Bears taking Josh Pascal, defensive end out of Kentucky. Hmm. Um, where's the Browns' next pick? Do they have one in the Could third? be a wide receiver. Khalil Shakir, wide receiver out of Boise State. Yeah. Number 78. Anybody else? Any other one of our teams picking in the third round? I like this a bit more because the two of them going back and forth on each team. Yeah. Uh, at 99, the Browns selecting Isaiah Likely, tight end out of Coastal Carolina. Okay. Um, I'll say this. Like, and that's it. I don't, this, this is going to be weird, like a weird draft in terms of something we've never seen before. With it's so very many- mess. Well, there's so many teams with multiple first-round picks. It's like eight teams with at least two in the first round. Let's think about it. Jets, yep. Texans, Giants, Giants it's... Saints, Eagles, Packers, Chiefs. So seven. Are you sure? Lions, eight. Yeah. So it's just... That's it's crazy. Be... And you said Giants were back-to-back, didn't you? In the top uh, ten, they're five and seven. Okay, yeah, I remember earlier in the season, towards the end of the season, you were there was a point where you were like, Jets could be picking like right now they're picking like third and fourth. It was like something crazy back to back. And then Seattle won some fucking games, assholes. Yeah. We never talked about that Eagles. Who did they trade with? Saints. It was just a ton of picks. Saints, but I, and I didn't get that fucking trade at all well it it makes sense from the Eagles standpoint right Mm -hmm. if you don't think this draft is deep in a position you're interested in right Mm -hmm. so say they want to see what Jalen Hurts has they give him one more year see what he has they had three first rounders this year they trade one away pick up other picks and also get New Orleans first round next year now they have two in the first round again next year Next year may be a better draft for quarterbacks. I think it was supposed to be, yeah. So, in that regard, now you have a chance of getting a better quarterback. If that's, Yeah. You know what I saw? Um, I, I don't remember who said. I think it was on Good Morning Football. So, it was one of those guys. But they were talking yeah. about the quarterback class this year. 
Um, they said that if the quarterback, I don't the think Texans, the quarterback class this year is bad. I just think it's uninteresting. Well, so the quarterback that the Texans have right now that started last year, do you remember his Davis name? Mills, something like that. They said if he would have stayed in school another year and been in the draft this year, he would have been the consensus first quarterback picked. I could see that. So that's what you sh- – I mean, I guess if you look at the quarterback class this year, you're looking at people that probably will perform either worse or – right? Like, Yeah, yeah. don't go into, don't go into the draft the year that it's uh, Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, and Justin Fields. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> probably not the best decision to make financially speaking we we should probably talk about um the possibility that kyler murray isn't with the cardinals by the end by the start of the season i i don't see it i don't see how they could trade him with the money they've already given him there's talk that he could be gone there's talk that fucking lamar jackson with the baltimore ravens might not play for the ravens no no i think they'll i think i think he's just focused on football Lamar? Yes. I don't know. He's his own agent. Well, I saw this thing. Rich Eisen was talking about this. And he's got a lot of inside sources because, you know, he works at the NFL Network and everything else. Mm-hmm. And he was saying, like, I, everybody I've talked to, he's like, when they, when they were like, he's not interested in doing an extension right now. Mm-hmm. Everybody that Eisen has talked to was like, he's just so into football. Like, he feels that that'll happen when it happens. Like he's not freaking out about it. He's just worried about getting better and playing better quarterback and worried about being a good football player. Well, of course, of course. Well now Which every is great, but I'd rather, conf- I'd rather make sure I don't get injured and lose money. Yeah. Every single team now that hasn't signed this, their quarterback to the next extension. So like the Ravens, like the Cardinals, they got to look at, the quarterbacks are going to be expecting at least above two hundred and thirty million guaranteed because of what the Browns did. You can't. Why can't you? They're all going to want. They all think they deserve it. Deshaun didn't deserve it. No, I I agree. But I'm saying that is the fucking bar now. Tom Brady deserved it. Tom Brady definitely deserves it. Uh, Mahomes deserves it. hundred oh, percent. Aaron Rodgers deserves it. Right. Not every court. Josh Allen doesn't deserve it. I'm sorry. Not yet. He hasn't won anything. He hasn't <sighs> even would, won a conference. I would give him that deal before I'd give Deshaun Watson that. Deal. Oh, I agree with that. Yeah, sure. Cause Deshaun hadn't played for a fucking year and his team's ever won anything. Right. At least Allen's won a couple divisions, gone to the playoffs, but been productive in the you playoffs. Gotta, you got to think of these guys' as pride now. They're all going to be like, well, why did he just get that deal and you're not offering me 231 to make me the highest paid quarterback? Because the Browns are stupid. I don't think so. I think they're stupid, but I think they just fucked over every other team going forward. I guess. I mean, I. <laughs> It's gonna come I don't up. even understand how it works with the cap. Like, how the fuck are they paying all these guys? I have no idea. But since we're on that note, we should say that uh, Denzel Ward, highest paid corner now as well. So, so they paid Denzel Ward. They paid mm-hmm. Wyatt Teller. They yep. paid the other guard. 
Bonito, Bonago, Bolgino, Joel, uh, Batonio, Batonio, Joel, Joel Batonio, yeah. Deshaun Watson, yeah, and Nick Chubb got an extension, and and Garrett a few years back. Garrett, where I, is this fucking I, money coming from within the cap structure? I like well, they the way they do it is it's spread the bonuses across. and shit. Yeah, right, right, right. But it's still, like there's a certain amount counts against the cap. Like I'll, I'll say this. Like, five years ago, they had some really good offensive linemen. They had good players that they let walk yeah. in free agency because they didn't want to pay them. And a lot of fans were really upset. Like, uh, who's the guy in San – there's an offensive lineman in San Francisco. There's an offensive lineman in KC. Um, I, I know people- who you're talking about in KC. I just can't remember the names off the top of my head right now. So I'll say this. Like, Wyatt Teller, deserving of his contract. Batonio, same thing. Batonio, that's what I was about to say. Batonio, same thing. Nick Chubb, obviously deserving. They're all deserving of the contracts. I just don't understand how the fuck they're doing it. I don't either. I don't either. Because what what else have they spent their money on? I mean, Landry's gone. Odell's gone. Yeah, you're right. Anybody, yeah. Baker's about to be gone. I like they're that they're the keeping the core players that they like, but I don't know where the fuck they're getting this money from, and I don't. Well, I, don't, I just don't understand how they're making it work in the cap. That's all, and I, th- there's a lot of intricacies in that that I don't understand. So I can't. What's crazy is the way they set it up. Is next year they're going to have cap space as well? The way <laughs> they've structured their deals, they're fucked uh, in five years. It's really not going to hurt them until like 2025. But by that point, the cap should be raised. Well, it will be. It will get raised every year. But like so the thing is, not. like, yeah. And they got a huge, it jumped like $30 million this year or some yeah. shit. Like, it's ridiculous. They got, well, they got all those Stanford guys sitting in the front office. Well, I'm not even talking about just the Browns. I'm talking about the NFL in general. Like, all the Amazon money, the, yeah. they're, they're going to be, the NFL is going to keep raising the cap because they can. Eventually, right. the cap's going to be $500 million, and you're not going to be able to spend enough of it. Um, <laughs> True. Well, no, then they'll, that's when you'll get the Kyler Murray's getting $231 million next year, and then you'll get... If somebody tells me that Kyler Murray... I mean, I guess you could make the argument that he's more deserving of it than Deshaun is. I don't even know at this point. I don't think so. He I heard he's not a good year. I heard he's, you know, he's always injured. And, I mean, I, I would say... He does get injured a lot. Lamar Jackson, I feel like, is deserving of it. Dude is yeah. one of the most fun people to watch play. Well, here's the funny thing. Like, the leadership thing, I always find funny. Yeah. Because leadership is defined differently by each person. Yeah. So, like, what I think is a good leader is definitely not what my wife thinks is a good leader. <laughs> and sure. vice versa. I mean, I know, I'm, I'm, I know that from experience. And that's a fact. Yeah. Like, and that's and that's okay. There's nothing well, wrong with that. Well, that came from the Arizona Cardinals talking about sure. leadership. But you you yourself used to think that Baker Mayfield was a great leader, and what are they saying from the Browns? I know that's I don't understand. Well, it's just what you see on the sideline, him firing people up. Yeah, and and most of us in a football world would think that that is what makes a good leader. Brady I, does my, that shit. Peyton Manning used to do that shit. So of course my, you're gonna think. My favorite was on the Manning cast this last season. They had Russell Wilson on. And it was, I, I can't remember if it was an air, I think it was an Arizona game. And he's like, now if it was me and I was on the sideline, Russell Wilson was saying this, he's like, I'd be getting up 
all right, guys, let's do this. We're going to go out there. We're going to, you know, he's, I'm going to get my guys fired up. And then the camera cut to Kyler Murray and he was sitting on the bench, like with a towel on his head. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was pretty good. I forget. Wait, the Broncos wouldn't be blocking for Drew Locke. No, that was Seattle. We were talking about. Sorry. Yeah. 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 I'll cut that. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot he went to Denver. I forgot he went to Denver. And yeah, he's down in Denver. Yeah, yeah. It's my Drew bad. Locke, Sorry. Seattle. Where do you think Baker Mayfield ends up? I uh, the fucking USFL. I have no idea. <laughs> I think he's just going to be the Browns' backup somehow. He will not play. He won't play. No. Oh. They have four quarterbacks now. <laughs> That's what every team needs. Yeah. Hey, we only get 53 men. Four of them should be quarterback. I don't even have three quarterbacks in fantasy. (laughs) Nope. It's crazy. It's crazy. Sorry, I'm also kind of distracted by the Mets game. I keep looking over at the iPad. What's the score? Uh, They're losing one nothing right now. To who? The Diamondbacks, who stink. The D-backs. You know who's not good is... um... Who's that pitcher for the Yankees? Garrett Cole. Dude, I was watching some Detroit Tigers game. Fucking awful. You got pulled in like the second inning or something like that. And people used to say that he was better than Jacob DeGrom. (laughs) Okay. Wow. Kiss my Irish ass. (laughs) He's not even close. (laughs) That's funny. Uh, yeah, I was just and you know what? Of- you know when he was good is when he was cheating and using spider tack and, and shit to grip the baseball better. Mm, nope, not that's when he was good. And that's how we got his $300 million contract. And the Yankees are sitting there looking at it going, what the fuck did we do? <laughs> They're like, can we give someone... They, they, now they want fucking... What's his face? They want Murray. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give him $300 million. <laughs> Come back to baseball, Kyler. I think the A's still owned his right center field. Oh, Oh, okay. Man, I would have gone to baseball in a heartbeat over football. How much money you get more like. But you have to be good and it takes longer to make the money. Your career can last a lot longer. It can. No, well, I mean, can it? I mean, Tom Brady's been doing it for 20 fucking years. I mean, Tom Brady is the exception to that rule. I mean, Peyton Manning did it for 15. The, the, the average MLB career is in 15 Quarterbacks years. can do it. I know. I'm just saying, like, there's no guarantee that there have been plenty of number one draft picks in MLB baseball that never made it to the majors. Yeah, that's true. So, like, it's a bigger crapshoot. Yeah. And yeah. all of their money is guaranteed. True. You sign a contract, it's not... 85 million, 40 million guaranteed. It's 85 million. Yeah. And you could be good, bad, injured, doesn't, you could be Trevor Bowers, not suspended, but on paid leave and still make your money. Yeah. Like, it's stupid. It's like, not stupid. It's just, I don't know. I don't know. It's just tougher to make the money in baseball because they, they own your rights for so much longer. Right. Colin Murray got more. Yeah, he had to pay back his bonus to the A's or part of it. 
but he got more money up front by going to the NFL. All right. That makes more sense then. And if he gets a second contract, which he will. He will somewhere. I don't know if he's going to make more money playing football than he would have played in baseball. More than likely. Yeah. I don't if we're talking about him. If we're talking about him. Yeah. I'll be interested to see what happens with, with him, like these quarterbacks coming up now. They're going to get paid. They they will, but I, I mean, if Zach Wilson expects to see $235 million, he can kiss my ass too. Get the hell <laughs> out. Thought- Zach, win me a Super Bowl. They had the owners meeting, and a lot of fucking owners were not happy with the Browns ownership. Of course they wouldn't be. Why would you be? Yeah. What do you think of the uh, overtime rule change? What is it? Both teams will get the ball. Stupid. <laughs> Only in the playoffs. Stupid. Why? You have 60 minutes to win a game. Mm-hmm. Why does it have to all of a sudden be fair? In overtime, I don't know if it's if, if the Jets were in the playoffs and against the Chiefs, and the Chiefs get the ball to start the overtime and go down you and score, score a touchdown, and you guys don't get the ball, you're not going to be fucking like fucking stop them. <laughs> yeah, the guys on defense are getting paid too. That's true. Eric has made that argument, but I will say rules have changed a lot and are a lot more lenient towards the offense now. Yeah, I know. It's stupid. So defense can't always stop because they're going to get flagged for the dumbest shit ever. Okay, but here's the thing. This is all based on a rule because the Bills couldn't stop a team in 20 seconds. That's true. That game was fucking good, though. All you had to do was stop them. Yeah. True. All right, what what else is going on in the sporting world? Oh, well, baseball is in its third week of the season. Yeah, how's everyone doing? I mean... Because you did also make predictions. I did, and I talked about that in the last episode I did by myself, asshole. Hey, I was there the first time you did it, buddy, and you didn't hit record. Did you make the same picks? Yes. Okay, you didn't change it up. No, not at all. Good, good. Uh, Right now, the Toronto Blue Jays are in first place in the American League East. I do believe you had them going to the World Series. I did. Uh, the Yankees are eight and six in second place. Okay. The Red Sox are seven and seven. The Tampa Bay Rays are seven and seven, and the Baltimore Orioles are four and nine. All right. In the Central, you've got the Cleveland Guardians at seven and six. Nice. The Chicago White Sox at six and six, a half game back. The Kansas City Royals at five and six. The Detroit Tigers at five and seven, and the Minnesota Twins at five and eight. Very close to the division so far. Yeah. In the West, and this was a shocker to me. I'll be the first one to admit it. The Los Angeles Angels are eight and five. Wow. The Oakland Athletics, who have traded a bunch of players, are eight and six. The Seattle Mariners are seven and six. The Houston Astros are six and six, and the Texas Rangers are three and nine. Ooh, all right, they're the worst ones. In the National League, we'll start with the National League East. The New York Mets are ten and four. 
Holy shit. They've won all four of their first series of, to start the season, including taking three or four from the uh, San Francisco Giants this week. Nice. As Robinson Cano strikes out looking terribly at three straight Zach Gallon curveballs. <laughs> hey, Robbie, get back on the shit. Maybe you'll hit the ball. The Atlanta Braves are seven and eight. The Philadelphia Phillies are six and eight. The Marlins of Miami are five and eight. And the Washington Nationals are six and ten. Okay. In the Central, the St. Louis Cardinals are eight and four. The Milwaukee Brewers are eight and six. The Pittsburgh Pirates are six and seven. The Chicago Cubs are also six and seven. Mm. And the Cincinnati Reds are two and twelve. Jeez. All right. And in the West, you've got the Los Angeles Dodgers at nine and three, the Colorado Rockies at eight and four, the San Francisco Giants at nine and five, the San Diego Padres also at nine and five, and the Arizona Diamondbacks are five and eight. Wow. Mets have the most wins. They do currently. That's pretty awesome. Second best winning percentage. Who's got the first? The Dodgers at nine and three. Okay. That's awesome, man. Good they season. Do. They have the second highest run differential as well. Mets are plus 30. The Dodgers are plus 32. Hmm. Who'd you have going to the series? Dodgers and uh, Blue Jays. Okay. With the Blue Jays winning. We'll see what I have. A lot of season to go. Yep. As far as scores go today, the Mets and Diamondbacks are, are tied one-to-one after – uh, in the middle of the fourth inning, the Cardinals beat the Reds, the Yankees beat the Guardians, the Phillies beat the Brewers, the Giants beat the Nationals, the Red Sox beat the Rays, the Braves beat the Marlins, and currently in the bottom of the eighth, the Pirates are beating the Cubs, the White Sox are beating the Twins, in the top of the ninth, the Blue Jays and Astros are tied at three, top of the fifth, the Orioles are beating the Angels two to nothing. Uh, bottom of the fourth, the Royals are tied with the Mariners, nothing, nothing. Bottom of the third, the Padres are up one to nothing on the Dodgers. And in the middle of the fourth, the Rangers are up five to nothing on the Athletics. And currently, the Athletics have no hits. Awesome. The Rockies and Tigers were postponed due to weather. What what inning are they in? The Angels game. Uh, uh the the mean the A's game. You said the Angels had no hits. The A's have no hits. Oh, I thought you said angels. I may have. I'm a little bit buzzed. Um, <laughs> it's the bottom of the fourth. The A's are at bat. Uh, no outs. Nothing going on. I mean, right. I, you know, it's still early. Yeah. I was hoping it was like the ninth inning. And no, no, no. No hitter. Um, okay. Well, good. I do believe you have some stories for us, though. Some big dick Merv stories. Well, first, I want to talk to you about, I don't know if you saw the latest uh, Mike Tyson story. I heard a little bit about this. He beat up a man on an airplane. (laughs) So I guess there's footage out there. He gets on a plane. Um, The the people behind him, uh, one of them asks for a photo with him. He's nice enough to take a photo. The other person is belligerently drunk. And is basically taunting and talking shit. And Mike Tyson just lost it. And the video shows him beat the fuck, like the shit out of this guy. (laughs) Just multiple punches to the head. 
and then he got off the plane. But why would you fucking talk shit to Mike Tyson? <laughs> it doesn't make sense. <laughs> this is so funny. Oh, big stupid looking white guy. Yeah, he got all busted up. Like, why, Mike Tyson? Just like if you're cool with him, he seems like a pretty cool dude. That's just gonna be like, okay, I'll take a picture with you. You'll sing some fucking Phil Collins in the air tonight. Apparently, the guy was drunk. Oh, yeah, he's drunk. Yeah. Just talking shit. I would, even drunk, I'd be like, not fucking with Mike Tyson. Video. Of, oh, my God. The video of the guy with his head bleeding is hilarious. <laughs> Why would you ever talk shit to Mike Tyson? I don't know. I don't know. Shirts all ripped. <laughs> <laughs> Tyson whooped his ass. That's so funny. <laughs> so yeah all right big dick merv i think we've talked about it Le- you know uh leading up um could be a murderer um my mom a few oh, weeks we just back- jumped in all right here we go yeah let's let's go with this my mom a few weeks back went with uh does she know you're her- telling the story on the podcast i don't know man <laughs> so maybe i shouldn't like i don't know well, you can't lead with that. Tell me tomorrow if, if she gets mad, and I'll cut it if I have to. Maybe we save it for I'll ask her this week. No, no, just tell it. Well, it's you don't know. There's no definitive proof on anything. So we okay, can start we a, a fumble through the end zone side podcast of this guy's true crime history if we wanted to. <laughs> but it sounds like uh, he... Hold on, I gotta remember the fucking story. Oh, Did he murder so a guy he, with a paddle? No, 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 no. I told you this. I told you the story. I thought he he, uh, he went to California years ago, and um, you know he was married, had kids, and everything. Uh, came back to Missouri in a car that they'd never seen before, <laughs> and um. He went to work one day and the, the cops showed up to his house and his wife answered the door and they were like, um, hey, uh, you know, the car that you have sitting outside, where did you get it from? Oh, Big Dick Merv came back from California with it. I'm pr- I, I imagine that's what was said. Um, <laughs> he uh, the car was registered and bought by a prostitute in California As that one had. Does that had been found murdered in California. I believe and, they call uh, her the Black Dahlia. No, that would be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he, um, you know, he was the last person seen with this person um, while she was alive, apparently. Uh, I don't know how, I guess no evidence ever came forth. I don't know how he explained having the car. That part wasn't ever explained. And then the uh, the other tidbit was that years later, he came back from another trip and had a, a collection of somebody's whole life, their, their social security card, their life or birth certificate. He had the death certificate. He had just everything about this person. And he ended up giving it to somebody 
because he owed them one. And it was like, here's this person's identity. You can have it because I owe you one. But like, no one knows where he got all the documents from. It's like a legit person. I, I don't know how much credence there is to any of this. It was all stories my mom was told while in Missouri visiting his grave. And uh, what was the other thing? Oh, the other part was apparently big BDM fucking hung out with Elvis on multiple occasions at parties at houses down in Missouri. And uh, like before he was famous, apparently this house would host many people coming over drinking and one of them happened to be elvis presley no one of them happened to be bdm well right elvis probably got a lot of his moves from bdm absolutely but yeah mom learned quite a bit she she got to see i heard bdm called a woman a hound dog and that was the inspiration and elvis said i don't write my own music but if i did i'd write a song about someone being a hound dog no, he, he used to, he, I don't know if you, I told you this, but BDM had braces on his legs because he couldn't walk right. And so one day he was in the, the kitchen doing <laughs> the way he walked and Elvis was like, I kind of like that. And then we're, that's we're, what he, we're not, we're not going to start a Forrest Gump uh, <laughs> tie in here. BDM might be Forrest Gump. I don't know. He was one of the three tramps after the JFK murder. <laughs> I know that when that segregation happened in Alabama and the woman walking up dropped her book. Ma'am, BDM, ma'am, you dropped ma'am, the book. Ma'am. You dropped your book and then he waved to the cameras and walked into the school. That was <laughs> that was him. Is that gum? No, it's Big Dick Murph. No, just Big Dick Murph. And then he comes out of the shower drying himself and then waves to the coaches. <laughs> that was a scene. The, the only movie you'll ever see of Tom Hanks' pubes, and I wish I didn't see him then. <laughs> he won an Oscar for that. That was the that's, scene that's that all it takes. the Academy. <laughs> you, either, you either show your pubes or you smack Chris Rock in the face and you become an Oscar winner. That was something almost, we didn't discuss. I must have had me about 15 Dr. Pebbles. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I there's really nothing else left to say about the Chris Rock Will Smith slap. Well, it didn't make it to the last podcast because I didn't Com- record. Comedians, of course, are rallying around Chris Rock. As they should. Yeah. Um, Will Smith is now not allowed to show up to the he's out of the Academy of Motion yeah, Pictures resigned. but he's also not allowed at the Oscars for 10 years what does that mean to resign from the Academy I don't know like I guess well because what's his name the um, director Robert Rodriguez resigned from the Academy years ago but he still makes movies so I don't All think I know really is you means- can't like vote on Oscars yeah, probably that's about it. And nothing you do will be submitted for an Oscar. He already won one. What difference does it make at that point? Yeah. Any movie he's in can still say Academy Award winner Will Smith. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Apparently his wife and his family has like a podcast or something. Yeah, the and Red the, Table Talk. And the first episode, Jada and 
the daughter talk about the slap. They don't. I thought they did. No, they put up like a sign at the beginning of it going, our family is healing right now. When we're ready serious? to discuss it. Yeah. Well, I know Chris Rock had a show afterwards and said, I could finally hear out of my right ear or left ear. Again. <laughs> and then he said, if you're here, you know, to hear me talk about it, I don't have anything for it yet. But when I do, you'll hear about it. Like he wants, he's like, I'm going to get paid for my fucking story. As he, As should. he should. Yeah, absolutely. That was crazy. I was sitting on the couch. That was, that was the week before the wedding. So my mom and I yeah. were down here watching it and, and we were both just like, what just fucking happened? The screen cut out. <laughs> you see Will Smith yelling something. It was just a, it was a weird situation. He, you know, I mean, he just ruined his career for the most part. Absolutely. All his projects are getting canceled. So it is what it is. So funny. <laughs> not funny, not like haha, but just like unreal. Like, why would you do that? Yeah. It's ridiculous. All right. You want to call it, buddy? Yeah, I don't think I have anything else. I'm fucking exhausted. Yeah, I am too. It's been a long fucking day. It really is. It's almost 11. All right. Well, thank you for joining us this week on the Fumble Through the End Zone podcast. We will let you know if there will be a change of time or when the podcast will be coming out in in the coming weeks. Uh, We'll see if Eric has a better time that works works better for him. So um, until then... We will be doing a show for the NFL draft. Mm-hmm. Um, I may be late to that one because Xavier has a ball game that night. Because of course, It'll just he does. be me sitting there. I'll, I'll bring Melissa down. We'll talk. <laughs> You'll just be talking about. Oh, they picked them. Oh, look at that guy. Interesting. Oh, he hugged Roger Goodell. Good for him. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us. We will see you next week on an all new episode of the Fumble Through the End Zone podcast. Later, buddy. Later, pal. Have a good night. You too. Night, night, Melissa. She already went upstairs. <laughs> she was sick of this. I said night, night. <laughs> Bye, night. All right. Love you, buddy. Right, later, buddy. Love you too. Bye. Thanks for listening. I'm eating M&M's. It's our little secret. Why did I even come down here?